Shalom to all. Today's daf is Ramos daf Samach. We are starting the seventh line at the two dots. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sara, Basab Yaakov Maisha, Her Nisham Shadav Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yontef, Ben Rabbi Asher Anchol, His Nisham Shadav Aliyah. Now we conclude yesterday with the Brisa: If a kind of was Ma'anus or Mafata, violated or seduced a woman, he is not allowed to marry her. But Ve'im Nasa, then Nasui. Whereas if his friend was Ma'anus or Mafata, the woman, the kind of is not allowed to marry her. And if he did, Rabbi Lezer Ben Yaakov says the child is a Chalal. Pasul Tekuhuna, the Chum say the child is Kasher. Now we just quote that part of the Brisa: Anusus Chavir. We had this yesterday, we're going to have it tomorrow. If a man and woman had relations and they didn't have in mind that they're getting married, they just had in mind for Znos, so she becomes a Zaina, and a kind of Zalad Mary Zaina, if he does, so then their child is possible for Kahuna. Ask the Gomorrah Misa, does Rebbe Lezer Yaakov really hold like Rebbe Lezer? And we know, Misha's Rebbe Lezer Yaakov Kavinaki, we've had this a number of times before, this means that we pass in like Rebbe Lezer Yaakov. And Ve'ilu Baha, Amrav Amram, Amrav ain't a lachak Rebbe Lezer. In this particular situation, Rebbe Amram says, B'Shem Rav, that the lachak is not like Rebbe Lezer. The Gomorrah says, Kasha, you're right, that's a question. Ravashi Amr, he explains, The machlekis over here is when we have two people that are Chiyavase, they're not allowed to marry each other because of an if they do, is a chal produced from that union? Rabbi Yezab Yaakov Savar Yesh chal mechaviasei. Rabbanon Savri ain't chal mechaviasei. They hold that there's no chal from mechaviasei. Now my time is Rabbi Yezab Yaakov. What's the reason Rabbi Yezab Yaakov? That's because the Chesivet says in the pasuk, Almana Grusha v'Chalala Zayna is Elo Lo Yikach. And Almana Grusha v'Chalala Zayna, these he's not allowed to take. This referring to a kain gadol. Ki in Besula me'am of Yikach Isha, he's only allowed to marry Besula. Uksev. And then the next pasuk says, V'Lo Yichal Zara ba'amav, and he shouldn't cause his children to become chalalim. So the way Rabbi Yezab Yaakov understands the second pasuk of, so that he shouldn't cause his children to come chalalim, it's going akulu on all the ones mentioned in the previous pasuk. The previous pasuk says, don't marry any of these people, and if he does marry one of these people, so then the child's going to be a chalal. But for Rabbanon, the Rabbanon would say that no, the word ela in the pasuk makes a break. It says in the pasuk, the word ela is a division, it's a barrier in between that first part of the pasuk, and the next pasuk, now Rabbanon, he would respond to that, Ela, the word Ela in the Pasuk is telling us, Nida, excluding Anida. If a kind Gadol lived with Anida, so then the child's not going to be a Chalal. And the Gemara continues, Kaman Azahadatanya, who's the following Brice alike, Me'ela ata isa Chalal, Viata isa Chalal Menida, only from these a Chalal is going to be produced, but not from Anida. Kaman, who's that like? Rebbe Lezabin Yaakov, like Rebbe Lezabin Yaakov. So the Gemara just asks, Rebbe Lezabin Yaakov, Nichtave Le'ela Besaif, if Ela is not meant to make a separation between Almana Grush of Chalal Zaina and Vloy Chalzar Ba'amov, so then the word Ela should have just been mentioned all the way at the end of the Pasuk. The Gemara says, Kasha, you're right, that's a good question. And the Gemara continues on our bottom, we have a Raisa, Achaisa Arusa, his sister who's an Arusa. This is talking about a Kayin. The Kayin's sister is an Arusa. She's not Nisua, but she's an Arusa. The question is, is he allowed to be Matame to her? We know the Pasuk tells us there's only a certain number of people that a Kayin is allowed to become Tame to if they die. The Pasuk tells us that he's allowed to become Tame to his sister who is a Besula. But what about Achaisa who's an Arusa? On one hand, she's still a Besula. On the other hand, she's considered married to some extent. Rame Rabbi Huda Aimrim, they say Matamala, he is allowed to be to her. Rabbi Yisrael Shimon Aimrim, is not to become Tame to her. I knew some of Futa de Rakal in Matamila. If she was violated or seduced, everyone agrees that he's not to become Tame to her. Mukas 8, if she's Mukas 8 in Matamila, he's not to be Matame to her. Divir Reb Shimon, that's Reb Shimon's opinion. Chai Reb Shimon, I'm Reb Shimon, says, Ruila Kayan Gadol. If she's able to marry Kayan Gadol, Matamila, so he become Tame to her. She ain't really Kayan Gadol, but if she's not fit to marry Kayan Gadol, in Matamila, he's not to become Tame to her. Ubagaris, and if she's already reached the stage that she's a Bagaris, Matamila, Divir Kal Adam, everyone agrees that he's allowed to become Tame to her. Now, my time is Reb Mayor Rebbe Huda. What's our man Rebbe Huda's reasoning that he's allowed? 
I had to become Tame to his sister, who's an Arusa. That's Darshihacha because they dash in the following. As we said, the Pasuk tells us that he's allowed to become Tame to his sister, who's a Basula. That excludes if she was violated or seduced. You might think Shani Moiti Af Mukasa Eitz, and I'm going to exclude even if she was a Mukasa Eitz, he's not allowed to become Tame to her. Tame Limits. Why the Pasuk says, His sister who's a Basula that wasn't with a man. That's only if she lost her Basulim because she was with a man. That excludes this woman who's a Mukas Eitz. She didn't lose her Basulim with a man, so that's why he would be allowed to become Tame to his sister who's a Mukas Eitz. The Pasuk continues, Hakraiva, the one that's close to him, Lerabis Arusa, that's coming to include in Arusa. A love the Pasuk says, Lerabis Abagaris, that includes Abagaris. As the Gemara Halamali Kra, what do I need a Pasuk for that for? Bahamra Meir of Meir says, Basula, Filo Mixas Basula Mashma. We had said yesterday, according to Rav Meir, if the Pasuk only says Basula, that implies that even if she has only part of her Basulim, whatever the Pasuk is talking about would apply to such a woman. And this Pasuk says, Ula Habesula, implying that even if she's a Bagaras, he would have to become Tame to her. So we don't need to have a different word in the Pasuk including a Bagaras. So Gemara says, No, Itzchik, we still need to have a different word in the Pasuk, a love to include a Bagaras. I would have thought, Nail of Basula, Basula Mehasam, that I would learn Basula from there. I would have thought that I learned Basula from there. Malala, Nara, Afka, Naminara, just like over there when we're talking about a person being Ma'anes, a woman. That Pasuk is specifically referring to a Nara Basula. She has to be in the stage of Nairas, so too over here. I might have thought that a kind is only allowed to become Tame to his sister if she's a Naira. Kamashmalan, that's why the Pasuk has to say, a love to say that even if she's a Bagaras, he's allowed to become Tame to her. Now, that was all in Chitas Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, what's their Svara? How do they understand the Pasuk? Darshi Hachi, this is how they darshan. What does that teach us? Pratla Anusa, Umafuta, Umukas Eitz. That excludes that he's allowed to become Tame to his sister if she's an Anusa, Mufuta, or Mukas Eitz. Asher Loi Haisa, what does that teach us? Pratla Arusa, that excludes an Arusa. Hakraiva, what does that part of the Pasuk teach us? Lerabais Arusa, Shinis Garsha, that includes his sister who's an Arusa that became divorced from Erison, and Elav is Lerabis Habagaris, Elav is including that he's allowed to become Tommy to his sister who's a Bagaris. The Gemara has, they had said, Hakraiva is Lerabis Arusa Shenis Garsha, he's allowed to become Tommy to his sister who's an Arusa that got divorced. As the Gemara, how could that be? Samachan Bezan Tap, but we know of Ha'am Rabshem and Rabshem and said, If she's fitting to marry Kain Gadol, then he can become Tommy to her. She ain't really Kain Gadol and Matamila. If she's not fitting to marry Kain Gadol, he can't become Tommy to her. The Gemara says, You're right. However, Shani Hasam to Rabbi Achman Akraiva. The Torah includes her specifically through this word Kraiva. The Gemara asks, Yachiv, that's really so. Mukas Eitz Nami Rabbi Kraiva. Then this Pasuk should also include that he's allowed to become Tame to his sister who's a Mukas Eitz. The Gemara says that can't be because Achas Vlaishtayim. The Pasuk's only including that he's allowed to become Tame to one woman, and it's only including that he's allowed to become Tame to his Bagaris sister, not to Mukas Eitz sister. The Gemara asks, Fine, Umai Rise. So why is it seeming that we're including a Bagaris and excluding Mukas Eitz? That's because Halis Avid Bamaisa, Halis Avid Bamaisa. One woman had something done to her. She had something that changed her status. That was Mukas Eitz. And that's why he would not be allowed to become Tame to her. However, Bagaris, nothing was done to her. She just became a little bit older, but nothing was physically done to her, so therefore he would be allowed to become Tame to her. Now the Rumar asks, Rabbi Yaisi, from the fact that Rabbi Yaisi left his partner, Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Shimon were together in this. It's just that when it came to Mukas Eitz, Rabbi Yaisi wasn't included with Rabbi Shimon, so he left his partner. It seems to be that Rabbi Yaisi holds like a mayor when it comes to Mukas Eitz, and Rabbi Yaisi would allow a kind to become Tame to his sister who's a Mukas Eitz. Minale, how does he know that? He learns it from he already used Loi Haisala Ish for something else. So my answer is Chad Miloi Haisa, Vachad Mila Ish. One thing he learns from Loi Haisa, the other thing he learns from Laish. And the Gemara is explaining this last Joshua. We had said Elav is Larabis Habagaris. Elav is including that if his sister died as a Bagaris, so he's allowed to become Tamitur. As the Gemara, Bahamar Shimon Shimon says, Basula, Basula Shlema Mashma. Whenever the Pasuk says Basula, it implies she has to be a complete Basula, and a Bagaris is not considered a complete Basula. The Gemara answers, Tamidi De Nami, Hasam, and Mehacha. His reason over there that a Kain Gadol is not allowed to marry a Bagaris because she's not a full-fledged Basula, is actually learned from here. The Darsh Hachi, this is how he darshins. The Elav, Lerabas Habagaris, from the fact that we need a Pasuk over here of 
Elov to include that Kayin is allowed to become Tamite's sister is Bageres, Mechlal, the Basula, Basula Shlema Mashma. That implies that whenever the word Basula is mentioned, Basula means she has to be 100% Basula, and therefore he's not allowed to marry her unless she's 100% Basula. He's not allowed to marry Bageres. So Shita over there is learned from here. We can't use that over there to ask a question over here. It's learned from this Pasuk over here. I think Mark continues, Tanya, you have a brass of Shem Bechai, Aymer Shem Bechai says, Giyaris Bechus and Bashal Shanavim Echad Kesher Lekahuna, a Giyaris less than three years old in a day, she is kosher to marry a Kayin. Now we know that a Giyaris above three years old in a day is not allowed to marry a Kayin. That's because we consider anyone who is a non-Jew as a Zaina, for sure she adds Nos, that's even if she's only three years old in a day, and we know that a Kayin is not allowed to marry a Zaina. Where Shem Bechai just told us is that if she became a Giyaris when she was younger than three years old in a day, a Kayin is allowed to marry her. Now how do we know this? Shanemer, because the Pasuk says, any of the children among the women that did not know relations with a man, you may allow them to live for you. Now this is referring to when Klai Yisrael went to war with the Midianim and they brought back a whole bunch of captives. Meshav Benu said that any female children, hataf binashim, that did not know Mishkav Zacher, you can allow them to live for you. And that implies that they were allowed to be taken as wives. And Vare Pinchas Imam, Pinchas was with them, and Pinchas was a Kayin. So it must be that they were allowed to marry the women that were taken captive and Pinchas was there. We're talking about women that were under three years old. Now for Abundant, they explain that what's the Pasuk talking about? means you're allowed to keep them for Avad Meshvachas, but not that you're allowed to marry them. As the Gemari that's really so. Even if they were above three years old in a day, they should be allowed to be kept. Why should they have to be killed if they were more than three years old in a day if they're only being taken for Avad Meshvachas? The Gemari answers because Rav Huna, just like Rav Huna, Rav Huna, Rami Rav Huna, as a steer, it says in one Pasuk, any woman who had relations with a man shall be killed. What do we learn from there? If they never had actual relations, Kaimu, they're allowed to be kept alive. That implies that the children, no matter how old they were, would be allowed to be kept alive. That's why it says Isha, it doesn't say children. So that implies that all the children are allowed to be kept alive, even if they're older than three years old. But then Uksev, it says another Pasuk, Any of the children among the women that didn't know Mishkov Zacher, they're allowed to be kept alive. However, if they knew Mishkov Zacher, even if they're children, they have to be killed. So are some of the female children going to be killed or not? It must be but the Pasuk is talking about someone who's able to have Bia, and someone who's above three years old in a day, her Bia is considered a Bia, she's able to have Bia, and therefore she would be killed. And we have a breath like this, you're saying that's talking about someone who's able to have Bia, maybe it's talking about a woman who actually had Bia, not someone who's able to, but someone who actually did. When it says in the Pasuk, that's obviously talking about someone who's able to have Bia, and not specifically someone who already had Bia. Now the Gemara just asked, how do they know if she was old enough to have Bia? They passed all these girls in front of the tzitz, in front of this plate that the Kayin Gadol wore on his forehead, and if the face of this girl turned a different color, it turned a little bit greenish, then it was known that she's able to have Bia, she was already older than three years old. And if her face didn't change colors, so then it was known that she wasn't old enough to have Bia. And Amar Nachman, Nachman says, a sign that a person didn't have Bia when it comes to Arias is Hadraikan, their face changes colors. And similarly, the Pasuk says, they found among the residents of Yavesh Gilad 400 women that were Basulas that did not have relations with a man. Now this is referring to the story of Pelagish Begiva. We're not going to be going to the story now, but suffice it to say there was a civil war between all of Klai Yisrael and Sheva Binyamin. Sheva Binyamin was completely decimated and there was very few women for them to marry. And in the city of Yavesh Gilad, they found 400 women that were Basulas that never had relations with a man and those were given to Bnei Binyamin so they could reproduce. And the Gwarasmanayadi, how do they know that they were Basulas? Similar to what we had just said previously, how did they know how old these Midyani women were? So Amrav Khani says, hey, shiva malpi shal yain. They made these women sit on a barrel of wine. 
Ba'ula, Reicha Noidef. If she was a Ba'ula, so then her breath that was wafting out of her smelled like wine because it went through her. Basula in Reicha Noidef. But if she's a Basula, so then the wine didn't go through her, and therefore her breath didn't smell like wine. As the Gemara of Avrin says, why don't they just pass these women in front of the Tzitz, just like they did by Medion? On Rav Kahana, Breder of Nason, he answers because the Pasuk says, L'Ratza in Lohem Ksev. The Pasuk says that it's a Ratza and it's as an appeasement, as something pleasant for Kala Yisrael. L'Ratza in Velayat Puranus. The Tzitz is only meant L'Ratza and not for punishment, and these women who weren't Basulais, they were killed. As the Gemara that's really so that the Tzitz is only meant to be used for good things, but Medion Nami, by Medion also we shouldn't have used it because any of the girls that were older than three years old were killed. So Amravashi answers, Lohem Ksev. It says the Pasuk Lohem, for them. Lohem L'Ratza in Velayat Puranus, for them. For Kala Yisrael, it's only meant for Ratzain and not for punishment. But for non-Jews, it could be even used for Puranus for punishment. And Amr of Yaakov Ar-Idi, Amr of Yeshua Ben Levi, that if a woman became a Giyaris less than three years old in a day, a Kayan is allowed to marry her. Amr of Zayla, Rabbi Yaakov Ar-Idi, he told him, Did you hear this Beferish, or did you only infer it from something that happened? The Gemara is my Klala. What's a story that happened that we would say that he learned it really just from a Klal? He just inferred something from that story, but he didn't hear Beferish. What's that situation? There was a city in Eretz Yisrael, there was a rumor about the city that there was a problem with Yichas going on. And Rebbe sent Rebbe Ruminus over there, and he checked out what the situation was. And it turns out there was a Kayin that had married a girl that underwent Geras when she was younger than three years old in a day. And Rebbe said that she's allowed to stay married to her husband that's a Kayin. So that's a situation that we could infer from there that a Kayin is allowed to marry a girl who is a Giyaris younger than three years old. But either way, Rav Yaakov Ar-Idi responded to Rav Zera, I heard a Beferish. It wasn't from a Klal. I didn't infer it from that story. I heard a Beferish. Now the Gemara just asks, and let's say he had inferred it from the story that happened. What would have been the problem? The Gemara answers, the problem would have been because Dilmashani Hassan, perhaps that case was different, Helva Insev Insev. Since he had already married her, he was allowed to stay married to her. Both Rav and Rav Yechonon say, However, if he did marry her, then he's allowed to stay married to her. So it's very possible that situation is the same thing. Maybe the Kayin is not allowed to marry this woman who became a Gyaris, even though she became a Gyaris less than three years old in a day. And the only reason why he didn't have to send her away is because he had already married her. The Gemara says, Is that really so? We understand the case of a Kayin Gadol marrying a Gyaris or Mukas 8. The reason why he's allowed to stay with her is because of this far which we had yesterday is because anyway she's going to be a Gyaris under him. Even if he marries her as a Katana or a Naira, eventually she's going to become a Gyaris. And we never said that he has to divorce her once she becomes a Bagaras, and also once he marries a Basula, eventually she's going to become a Baula, and we don't say that he has to get rid of her, and therefore Lechatchila, even though he's not allowed to marry by Geras or Mukas 8, once he did, he's allowed to stay with her, but Hoch over here when we're dealing with the Geras, Saifaliyah Zayna Tachtov, do we have a Svar to be able to say that the reason why he's allowed to stay married to her is because eventually she would have become a Zayna under him anyway, so that's why he's allowed to stay married to her, even though Lechatchila he wasn't allowed to, now he's allowed to stay married to her. We don't have such a Svara, so we can't necessarily compare the case of a Kain marrying a Geras to a Kain Gadol having married a Bagaras or a Mukas 8. That was just a slightly different version of this Gemara. Reb Safra Masnila Mechlala. Reb Safra taught that he had learned it from a klal. He didn't hear it explicitly. He only learned it from a klal, from the story. The Kashalei, and then we have a question on him that perhaps we can't learn it from this klal. Perhaps it's only Bidi Eved, but he would not be allowed to marry a Giyaris who became a Giyaris under three years old. And we answer him this answer that we just said that we can't necessarily compare the case of a Giyaris to a Begaris and Mukasets. Now, just a story about this. It was a Kain who married a woman who became a Giyaris under 
three years old in a day. Armelah of Nachman Yitzchak, Nachman Yitzchak told him, "My hi, what's going on over here? Why are you marrying this woman?" Armelah he said, "Dhamar b'yakabar idi, Armelah b'shuv ben Levi, halacha kerb shem barechai, the halachas like kerb shem barechai that a kain is allowed to marry giyaris if she became begiyaris under three years old in a day." So Armelah he told him, "Zil apik, you have to send her out. You're not allowed to stay married her. The line, if you don't send her out, ma'pkin halacha b'yakabar idi meunech. I'm going to take her b'yakabar idi out of your ears. You have this halacha from b'yakabar idi in your head or in your ears that you're allowed to marry this woman. I'm telling you that not only lechatchila were you not allowed to marry her, even b'diyavid you're not allowed to stay married her." You have to send her away. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up with another halacha from Rishon Baichai tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.